0: Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message from our special guest. God is good. I think uh, we're going to learn something from from God, from the Word of God. Uh, The title that was given is Walking uh, in Miraculous Life. Um, We're going to learn something about miracle in our life. Let's open our Bible and read from 1 Samuel Chapter 1, First Samuel, chapter 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 8 to 18. Hannah's file. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grief? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. When she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And no ratio shall come upon his head. And it happened as he continued praying before the Lord, that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord. I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Let's pray one more time. Father, we believe that you will speak to us. You will give us hope when there is no hope. You will restore us. Healing is happening because of you. Restoration is happening because of you. Strength is happening because of you, Lord Jesus God. Now, I believe and we believe that will happen today in this place, Lord Jesus God. I humble myself, Lord, just to understand that people get moved in touch, not because the ability of someone to speak, but it's always because your word and your spirit is in the house. And we believe that in the name of Jesus. Amen. So when read about when we read this Bible, this story, story about a woman that really looking forward for a child. She was barren. She was barren for a while, and she was praying and crying to God. God, give me a son. And uh, if you give me a son, I will give back to you. And, and that's the story. And, and when he, she prayed, and the priest came to her and said that, you know, why are you, you know, are you are you drunk? I said no, I'm not drunk. You know, I'm 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 praying right now. And then um, he said that God will bless you, God will grant your prayer. And she went home, you know, happy and not sad anymore, and she can eat, okay? That's basically the story of uh, Hannah. Uh, now We are thinking like miracles, so, you know, what is miracles? See, the thing is, we always think that miracles is if there is something happen in our situation, okay? If you are sick, you are healed, that's miracle. If you're single, you get spouse. That's miracle. I'm telling you, that's not. If you can keep your spouse, that's your miracle. Right, Josh? <laughs> so uh, we are always thinking that if something changes outside us, and that's miracle. If I, if, 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 if I, you know, if I don't like my job, so I pray to God and miracles happen, you know. I, I got a new job. I don't like this city. I pray and something happened. God moved me to the other city, okay. I don't like this church. I pray and God give me other church. I mean, we're always thinking that miracle is something that is happening outside us. Okay. But let me tell you this. God works beyond that. If you think that that's happen because of that. No, 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 no. no. God works differently. Even if He promises you joy, even if your situation doesn't change, you will be joyful. That's how God promises. If you're thinking that, you know, I cannot enjoy my life because of my salary, let me tell you, God will move in you and work in you so you can enjoy your life even with lesser salary. That's how God is. So I want to tell you this. We always think that miracle is something that is outside. If this, you know, outside us changing, what we hope is happening, that's miracles. But that's not it. I mean, that's a miracle. Okay, that's a miracle. But God's work is greater than what you can see out here. So what happened in the Bible, first, it's something that is going on with Hannah. I mean, she was praying, and nothing happened yet. But she was she was not sad anymore. She came home and ate and, and you know not sad anymore because something is happening during her prayer. When you are waiting with God, that's already a miracle in our life. Because when you are waiting with God, something is happening in our life. For sure. For sure. I guarantee it. How not praying? And he's, you know, I believe that she is a godly woman because the way she say things, you know, like, God, if you give me a son, I will give back to you. How many pray for a miracle and forget to give back to God? God, if you give me this money, I'll give back to you. Anybody pray for that? I don't. (laughs) God, I need the money. Why? Because I need a new house. Basically that's our prayer. But you but when you walk with God, then you will remember that when God asks something back from us, that will say that God will give us better things for sure. When God asks you to give something to God, He will give us something better for sure. That's for sure. You know, in the Bible, there's a story of a rich young man came to Jesus and said, Jesus, what should I do to be, you know, to, to be in the kingdom of God? You shall do this, this, this. this. I, I've done that. So what is the thing that I should do? Okay, this is what you should do. Sell your property, give away your money to the poor people, and follow me. The word of God says, when Jesus looked at that young man, he looked at him with love. Again, With love. But the young man, the young rich man, young man, it's like, I got a lot of money. I cannot lose that. He turned around and he did not do that. But I want to tell you this. If you know Jesus, he will never ask you to give him money to make you poor. When he asks you to give him something, he wants to bless you. That's for sure. So when Hannah said, Lord, whatever that you give me, I will give it back to you. Hannah know one thing. Anything that he give back to God, she will be blessed. For sure. So what happened here? The story is, you know, talking about Hannah. Miracles in waiting. I'm talking about relationship. The Bible said that she walked away from the temple and her face was no longer sad. And that was always really a question for me. Did something happen somehow in the prayer? You know, something like, something interesting happening right now, you know, during her prayer? I mean, he said for she said for sure that, Lord, I will give the son back to you. So, uh, I'm, I believe that, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, God, I think Hannah's heart had, had changed in such a way but everything that she was going to get from God and everything that she wanted to get from God, she only wanted it for His glory. The heart changed already. I think that part is what changed her heart so that she was able to walk away and no longer be sad. So for me, it's like I'm seeing this. I think God is doing something in her heart because God, I'm saying that, you know, miracles in wearing wedding is talking about Relationship because when you wait with someone that you like, it's fun. Right? right? It's fun. Do you remember when, you know, any, you know, when you date or you go out with your wife and you love your wife or your husband? I mean, sometimes you do nothing, just like look at one another, do silly things or eat and look again. I mean, you know, right? Right? I mean, you know, it's like, man, so silly. You know, and when I date my wife the first time, there is no phone yet, no handphone. I mean, no no cell phone. No phone, I mean, I'm very old. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, then I met her, I like her, and then I told her, do you want to become my future wife? She was like, yes. No, she didn't do <laughs> but oops. But then, yeah. Then you know. Then ten days after I said that, and she said yes, I went back to Indonesia. We were in the United States that time in uh, Stillwater, so I went back to Indonesia. So um, it's a long-distance relationship, and uh, that time the cell phone is like this big. It's like, like yeah, approximately this. It's depend on the battery, but it's very big, you know, during that time. So, uh, so what I did is I wrote letters. Every single day I wrote something. I send it to her uh, once a week. But every day I wrote something. The problem is, now, she kept, she's, she she, have, she, still has the letter. Until now. If I read what I wrote right now, I'm going to be like, oh, I wrote this man. It's so cheesy. It's like, you know, what happened? What's going on? But when you're in so much, you know, you uh, know, you know, love and whatever it is, then your feeling is like, it's, it's very cheesy actually. <laughs> and, she, and, and if she gets angry with me, this is exactly what she did. She called my children, my son and my daughter, sit together and read my letter, <laughs> and they <last> laughed three of them, ha, ha, they wrote this, I mean. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when you're waiting with someone that you love, man, you will enjoy it. It's talking about relationship. Miracle is not only about what's going on, because if what's going on outside without the relationship, it's, it's nothing. You know, you, you remember the story of Israel when God bring them out of Egypt. Anybody knows the story, right? I mean, it's, they live in almost daily miracles. I'm, I'm saying, that, you know, God said that, okay, you know, even when the, Pharaoh let them out. That's miracles already. And they're out. They're out. They're running from the Egypt. And then, you know, they find the, that, uh, the, the Red Sea. And it's, they, they told Moses, I, you know, are, are you bringing out here for, you know, to be murdered here? He said, no, no, don't worry. And Moses asked to God, and then, boom, they can walk in the middle of water. The sea split, right? I mean, they are walking in the desert. Desert during nighttime is very cold, during uh, noontime is very hot. So, God sent them the cloud of uh, 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 cloud on the uh, what is that? Yeah, cloud during the noontime so they can get cover from the sun. So, it's okay. At night, they are let by the fire so they not get cold at night. I mean, this is how God works in them, it's a miracle every single day. They are hungry. God sent them manna. Eat the bread. They are not happy with the bread. I don't want to eat. Then God sent them bird. Right? I mean, you read the story. The water they cannot drink. Doesn't become the water that they can drink. I mean miracles happen almost all the time. Yet the heart of Israel is not there. When Moses went up to meet God. They built a golden cow. So they can worship the. Lord. I mean, there's something crazy here. I mean, they work. They are walking in the middle of miracles, and yet the Israel still be able to do that. So I'm just saying that this thing, what you think that will change you, it will not change you. It will not change you. It will, you. It will make you. If if what you need is money, and then you expect money, then your life will depend. So, I mean. If, your, if what you want is money and you expect miracles in money, and then your life is dependent on the money. If what you expect is healing and you get the healing only, then your life is, de- is dependent on the healing. Uh, God doesn't work that way. He wants a relationship. Israel, they live in the middle of miracles, okay? But their heart is far away from God. So when Hannah waits with God, there's something going on. The relationship is there. Amen. When you pray, it's not only pray, but the relationship is there. Because you are with the mighty God. I only have two points today. Miracles, first miracles in waiting is talking about relationship. Then miracles in waiting is talking about walking together. It's talking about walking together. God is the God of wonder. He is a faithful God. When he gives you promise, you will never, never break it. When he said, I will be with you, he will be with you. I mean, walking with God is another experience, okay? Walking with God is a miracle itself. Something might not change outside. But when you walk with God, for sure, something will change inside. Right? When you walk with God, see, like I said, you think that the thing that will bless you is the money. But let me tell you, when you walk with God, whatever that you have, you can enjoy. Those people that have a lot of money, not necessarily they can enjoy their life. But those who are with God, for sure they can enjoy their life with whatever they have. That's how God is. That's how His work is in us. And God promised you that I will walk with you. Don't worry about it. Walking with God doesn't mean that you don't face another challenge. There is challenge in life, for sure. But you will be okay with it. Amen? You will be okay with it. Whatever you do, there's always challenges. Whether you're a pastor, you're a businessman, you're students, whatever it is, there's always challenges. My daughter... She went to the United States just now. Uh, no, she went to the United States uh, early this year to continue her study. So uh, she went to the schools. Uh, she, she, she was always with us now she was there, and then made a new friends and the friends telling some story, gossiping about her. She was depressed because of that. So she was like that. What's going on? I didn't do anything wrong to them. Why they are saying this and that and this and that and that's not true. And she was depressed. So I don't want to preach to my daughter. I don't want to say, you know, the Bible said this and this and that. You should not because especially your dad is a pastor. You know, I, I, I just don't want to do that. So what I'm doing with her is, her name is Aiko. Aiko, let's read a plan together, Bible plan. Let's list, read this word together. I'm using the YouVersion Bible, so we are, you know, we went through one, one plan, a week plan. She read, I read, and we put our comment in it. So we don't, I don't really, you know, we just read the Bible and put our comment and put our thought. At the end of it, she called me. Said that, You know what? The Bible is right. Why should I worry if the mighty God, the one that created me, loved me so much? I think, you know, my identity is not in whatever people say it, but it's what God said. Done. God walked with her. God walked with us. I only have one minute and 46, 45 (laughs) seconds. So (sighs) the first service just apologized to me. He said, you know, I'm sorry. I took a lot of your time. Now he took more than you know the first one. So <laughs> but it's okay. So miracles is not always something that is outside, it's something that is within. Just told a story about his dad. His dad passed away. Okay. We've been praying for healings. Healing is not happening, but miracles happened. Miracles happen. So something changed us, something changed his heart, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's still there, okay. I'm, I'm going to tell my story also. Um, I grew up in a poor family. Basically, I only have, my parents only have a house when I was 12. So before that, I lived with my uncle, okay. And I'm, um, if you see, I'm, you know, I always move. I'm ADHD, so attention deficit hyperactive hyperactive disorder. So I'm very, very like this. Uh, so when I talk to you, suddenly I leave you, don't feel offended. It just you know, if something crossed my mind, I was, I can just do that and without realizing, I was still talking with someone. It's still, it's getting better now because of my wife keep reminding me, hey, you in the middle of talking or something. Oh. I was okay, so you know. But anyway, uh, as an ADHD child, I cannot stand still. I cannot stay still. I move all the time. So all the people thought I was very naughty. This kid was is very naughty, you know, because I keep moving. And during that time, everybody spanked me. So I grew up, didn't understand why this adult keep hitting me. I don't, you know, it's like, why they keep hitting me? They don't like me? I mean, you know, I, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? Why they keep hitting me? So I grew up like that, especially when I live with my uncle. So everything happened there, they will blame me for sure. Anyway, there's one person that always protects me. There's my mom. So when I was five years old, my auntie, my aunt called my mom and said, you know, your son is very naughty. I think we can help him. How? Take him to church. Okay. So from five years old, they took me to church. They took me to the, you know, Sunday school and, you know, to, to keep my reputation. I'm the naughtiest among all. So, and that's what's happened. Okay. But my mom is the one that always protects me. My dad back then was very violent. If he spanked me, he hit me. He, 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 he did not spank me. He hit me with whatever that he has with with whatever. Broke my arm or you know, it's it's crazy. But anyway, growing in that that, that situation, I become, how are you gonna say, I'm I'm very insecure. I try to find my identity somewhere else. I tried to become a fighter in the school, you know, fight all the time, try to sell drugs, try to do whatever, because I'm very insecure. But the one that always protects me is my mom. So I still remember when she said, oh no, don't use drug, okay? So I did not use the drug, I just sell it. <laughs> because my mom said, do not do that, okay? So whatever that she said, then... When the offer came to me, like, you know, do you want to study here or you want to go to the United States? But the family, or my dad only can pay for one year and then after that you'll buy your own. I said, you know, because I thought that going to the United States is freedom for me, right? Yes, freedom. I just the United States. I don't care whatever it is, but I'll just go. And the one that always remind me, the one that sent me a letter is always my mom. So, you know, despite of whatever it is, I think, you know, my mom was... Was, you know, I was very close with my mom. Then I, we went, I went to the United States. Then God got me there. In IFGF Stillwater is a small city in, in Oklahoma. 40,000 people live in one city. So it's a very, very kampung, you say it. Um, it's only 40,000. I, know, I live there. And God got me there. Then I become a believer. I become, you know, before I went to church, but it's only because of my mom. But over there, I become the believer. I believe in Jesus. And I start to see some things going on, okay? Before, I never believed in healing. Because my church, my old church, they don't believe in healing. Healing is the Old Testament or Jesus' time. Now there's no healing. Supernatural healing, okay? So I remember there's one crusade. My friend asked me, do you want to come to the crusade? I said, what is crusade? it's a It's a healing uh, crusade. I've never been in one. So I want to I want to see it. So the first day the, the, um, the I mean in a in small city, there's not many those kind of things, okay So this is one of a kind once in four years, probably. So I went with my friends, three of us, three guys and one lady, okay so three of us are three of us guys are in the car. We went and picked up the ladies. The lady and you know what's going on. We wait there for one hour and fifteen minutes, basically waiting for her. And said, "Man, this is so late. She's not done yet." And you know, then four of four of us we went to the crusade, and when we arrive, we are we came on the right time. It's altar call already, <laughs> so we are that late. It's altar call. We come, it's like, you know, the, the preacher is there asking, you know, who want to get healed? And, and, you know, we were right there on the door. So, oh, man, this is so late. What are we going to do? But that's the first time I see altar call for healing. And there's a guy came, you know, uh, with no leg. No leg. 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 Right? Okay. And then the preacher prayed for him. The leg grew. Yeah, my face is like that. This is really happening? And in my heart, this is very interesting because I grew up in a church that doesn't believe in those things, okay? And then, you know, this is the funny thing. An old lady came up. I said, okay, I cannot wait for this scene. What's going to happen? I thought that, you know, Maybe the preacher pray and she become young again, probably. I don't know what is going on. But I was like, you know, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to see this, okay? So this old lady came and like, you know, uh, and the preacher talked to her. And then, you know, I was like, okay, what's going on? You know what happened? The preacher grabbed the ears of this old lady and pulled it like. And I see the old lady like, said, my goodness, you know. What do you expect after that? I thought that the old lady will hit the preacher with a stick. (laughs) But she did not do that. She laughed. I said, okay, I think she is crazy. She must be crazy. And I didn't know until he explained it. And the preacher explained. The old lady was deaf. When she did it, when he did it, she can listen. The miracles happen. I'm telling you this. Please don't do this to your grandma. (laughs) Unless God told you to. You know, according to the story of Pastor Herman, grandma, you cannot hear, right? Uh, No, 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 no. Don't do that, okay? (laughs) But I saw miracles, okay? Then, you know, uh, I got my own miracles. I got, you know, I was sick, you know, uh, got uh, muscle cramp on my stomach, and uh, the doctor said one week, the church people came and prayed for me. Next day, I'm healed, Okay, so I heard the story, and and then my dad called me and told me that my mom sick because of the cancer. So she was in Japan, and I have to fly to Japan. So I flew to Japan. Before I fly to Japan, you know, the pastor told me, believe in healing, healing will happen. And so I said, okay, healing will happen in the name of Jesus. Uh, by the way, by the time I was spirit-filled already, and then I went to... Uh, uh, Los Angeles before flight to Japan. And the pastor in Los Angeles told me. Believe in healing. Healing will happen. Said, Okay, I believe in healing. So then I flew to Japan. Meet my mom. and said, mom, let's pray together. Okay. Believe in the healing. I grabbed her arms. And I spoke in tongue. And she was like, you know. Touch me. Hey. I thought you said that you want to pray together. She said that. I did not. I don't understand any single word that you said. Is that English? I said, no, this is not English. So I changed my language, become the Indonesian. So I pray for her and believe in healing. Mom, don't worry, you'll be healed and all of the stuff. And then I stay in a hotel near my mom. The second night, at night, I was praying to God. God pray for healing and all of those things, just like Hannah. I was waiting for my miracles to happen. Okay. Then something's going to be, remember this. I was an insecure child. I grew up, and I know only my mom protect me. So I was like, you know. And I offer God so many things. God, if you heal my mom, you know I'll do anything you ask. I'll never cheat again. Uh, you know, I'll never do this again. I'll never lie again. You know, you, you make promises to God like that, right? Do you do that or just me? Oh, you're all good people, only me, okay. So this is... <laughs> This is what I'm doing. This is what I did. I promise God if you heal her and this and that. And then the Holy Spirit came to me very softly and told me one thing. You know, Herman, your mom will not get healed. I was shocked. And the first time I thought this is the devil. So I'm using the name of Jesus. All the unbelief spirit in the name of Jesus go away because the pastor told me that. So I was saying that. And then he come again. You know what? You cannot reject the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. They are good friends, okay? <laughs> so it 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 did not happen. It kept coming to me until I know, okay, this is not the devil. This is God. And I ask God, why, God, when I believe in so much thing, this has happened? Why well, expect miracles when you get when you sick you get healed? That's miracle. When you don't have money, you get money. That's miracles. But let me tell you this. And God said something to me. It's good if you believe in healing. But can you believe in me? Even when the healing is not there. So that night I was crushed. My mind and my heart somehow it did not match. My brain said God is unfair. My brain. I was angry in my brain. But somehow in my heart... I trust God. So, do you, this is my prayer God, please help me. And that was my miracle. I felt the encouragement that the encor- God encouraged me that much. I felt that when God told me, that time I believed that when God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, He will never leave me nor forsake me. That night, at the lowest point of my life, when I have to lose someone that I love, God says something, and I believe that. And that's my miracles. And my life is full of miracles. I'm trying to tell you, it's not about you know getting the money, getting the you know, sick. No, no, but it's about walking with God. When I start my business, I just know, you know, I'm also a businessman. Before one success, I have nine failures in business. But my heart just know one thing. It's okay. Why? Because God is with me. Because God is with me. He walks with me. He walks in me. When I have children, I have doubt. Probably, you know, I'm worried about what's going on. But God reminds me, it's okay. As I walk with you, I will also walk with your children. I see my children grow up. Good. Our marriage, sometimes we are hopeless. I know it's only happened to us, but, you know. (laughs) You know, she was like, you know, oh man. You know, it's hopeless. You know, it's like... But when we come to God, we know there's one thing. There's always hope in God. God is working in us. God is working in us. And I saw one by one, you know, my, my brother, before only my mom know Jesus, then me, then that's it. My dad despised God. He said, there is no God. God cannot give you money. I can give you money. That's my dad, basically. He, he, he did not want us to go to church. He hated churches. Basically, uh, so when I became pastor, I did not tell him. Now he knows already. But one by one, my brother, my younger brother, he involved in drug before, but God, 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 God got him. He knows Christ. He live in Dallas right now with the family, still believing in Jesus. My sister, the same thing, believe in Jesus. And I'm telling you, my dad that despised God before. Last year, December 2018, I was the one with Pastor Jimmy baptized him in the name of Jesus. And he said his prayer, I want to believe you, Jesus. (laughs) Miracles. It's not always happening because of what you expect. But miracles happen inside you. God will give you something that cannot be taken away. If you put hope in money, Money can go on, right? Money can be taken away. But well, what God give you cannot be taken away. The joy that God gave you cannot be taken away. The hope that God gave you cannot be taken away. The things that God give you cannot be taken away with any situation. And that's the miracles that God promised to you. Of course, situation can change. Of course, God performed that too. But beyond that, inside you, inside you, God is telling you, I am with you. I am your miracles. You are my miracles. I will walk with you in this life. I will give you hope. You will never be hopeless. You will never be alone. You will always be blessed because of me. And that's what God said to you and me. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Do you need miracles today? Some of you probably cannot see hope in something. But God is telling you right now, I'm your miracles. Some of you probably want to give up something that you should not give up. God is telling you right now, I am your hope. There is always hope. God is here in this place. He want to touch you. He want to refresh you. He want to love you. He want to build faith in you. He want to give hope that you will never see before. He wants you to experience something with Him. God is here. Thank you, Lord Jesus.